Hey, we're back. We're back to the Pass It to Patrick podcast after a couple breaks. Um, took some needed time off. You know, but hey, sports news, it kept going. I didn't talk too much about it, but NFL free agency has arrived and it has gotten crazy. And that's where we're going to start today. Because I'm not going to get into the Lakers too much or the NBA, uh, you know, today, this week. Because I just feel like the Lakers are still the Lakers. They are, you know, LeBron's putting up 50 points, but none of it seems to matter. Russell Westbrook can't uh, make a a couple baskets to save his life. Uh, Do I think he's a bad player? No, look, it's just not a fit. We we knew this. It's not it's not gonna work. Phoenix, Golden State, Milwaukee, uh, Brook. Well, I'm not gonna say Brooklyn because Brooklyn's got their issues of their own that they're dealing with. But Philadelphia, those four teams, those are who I got winning the uh, chip this year. Uh, anyway, great day, great day to talk about some sports news. And where we're gonna start is in the NFL. And we're, we're going to stick to the NFL pretty much this whole podcast because, you know, I'm a Commanders fan, okay? And, uh, you know, I get my hopes up every year that this year will be different. This year's going to be different. I got, I got something in me as a fan who just thinks this is our year. We got this. And then you battle that realist side of you. Don't you? The, the the NFL realist that, that seems to know you don't have a shot this year, but man, am I excited. And then you have the Browns. And their fan base should be very, very worried this morning. There is not much to get excited about in Cleveland. There's not. Now, I've talked before about Baker Mayfield. And I have said repeatedly, we don't let fear overcome your football team when making decisions. And the Browns are now showing themselves again, yet again. They every, everything everyone thought it was turned around. We have Kevin Stefanski, Baker Mayfield. We we got a great team. People were picking them for the Super Bowl a year ago. So the the fact of the matter is the, the Browns have created this this excitement. This fans get behind us. This was our year and it just didn't happen. And now instead of resigning Baker because honestly they don't have a shot to land Deshaun Watson. They don't. And it's been reported he's ruled out the Browns. He's ruled out the Browns as a landing spot. But the fact of the matter is, Browns fans, Baker Mayfield, he sent out a letter this this last few days, and it was heartfelt. He, he said, I've given Cleveland everything that I have. And Baker, at the end of the day, looks like the good guy in all this. He looks like the good guy because he laid it all out on the line for them. He did. And as Cleveland does, Cleveland screwed things up again. That's no surprise. We know that Cleveland uh, is the essence of dysfunction. Their fans know it. But fans got a glimmer. They got a glimmer. 
Hey, this is stable. This is our year. Baker's our guy. Kevin Stefanski. We got a great team. No. Cleveland's Cleveland. And you got that punch to the gut that just reminded you of that. The Browns going after Deshaun Watson, even though a lot of teams should, even though you can't fault them because Baker is more of a franchise game manager, Jimmy Garoppolo, I feel like, uh, kind of player. He doesn't have that X factor. Deshaun Watson, we don't know if he's got a suspension or not. Okay? We don't know what the league's going to do on that. And by you doing this, and obviously maybe there was stuff brewing behind the scenes. They didn't want Baker. I'm not ruling that out because that could have been going on since the end of the year. Maybe they wanted someone a little more mature. But at the end of the day, I I truly don't think that matters. Because what matters is your fan base. What matters is Baker Mayfield uh, could play one more year for you. And then you could make your decision. He was banged up at the end of the year. Is everyone forgetting that? I didn't forget that. The guy, I forget he had a shoulder injury, I think. Uh, maybe some cracked ribs. I'm not sure of all the injuries. Uh, I, I do know that he was not in good health. And then, you know, OBJ leaves. And not only that, then the Browns go and cut Jarvis Landry. And they chain, they trade for Amari Cooper. Don't get me wrong. The Cowboys have their issues for trading Amari Cooper. I'm going to get to that a little later. But... The Browns, I think that was just a dumb trade. Amari's great, but Amari is such a streaky player. He will give you a 150-yard game, two of those, and then go straight four games of 40 yards and, like, two TDs, and that's what he gives you. It's like, what? But still, he's a number one. But here's the problem. They don't have as good a quarterback as Dak Prescott without Baker Mayfield. That's why I think it didn't make sense as a trade for the Browns. So that's why I think it was a mistake. I think it was a mistake on both ends. Well, I, I don't understand it. All in all, Baker Mayfield's done in Cleveland. And Cleveland fans, there's not a lot to be excited about. There's just not. And you know it. You know deep down. You want to tell yourself, this year's our year. We got this. But you don't. This year isn't your year. Just like it's probably not the commander's year. Even though there's that thing in you. It says this is it. We got to deal with that real side. of the, the side you know is there. You got to deal with that. So Baker Mayfield, he's out. Where do I think he'll go? Uh, obviously, I think the Colts could benefit from having him. I know Houston will be looking for a quarterback. Uh, there, there's a couple other teams that maybe would benefit from having him. I don't think Baker's bad. I really don't. And the grass isn't always greener. And now it's reported, uh, Browns fan, Browns fans, but um, now it's reported Deshaun Watson doesn't even want to go to Cleveland. So you struck out there. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You, you can draft someone, and that'll take time to develop. Who knows if they'll be good. Um, you'll have to maybe trade for Jimmy G. You could sign Jameis Winston, but I think Baker's better than those guys. I do, 100%. I think he's better. Um, just crazy free agency news. Uh, I thought they would stick with Baker. Uh, early reports said that. I thought they would stick with Baker at least for one more year and just see what happens. But they didn't. They gave up. And Baker didn't. Baker didn't give up. 
That's the most important thing to remember. Everyone that's a Browns fan needs to remember that. Baker didn't give up on you. Okay? The Browns gave up on Baker. And I think Baker's going to be really good somewhere else. I think I think he's going to be pretty good wherever he goes. If he goes goes to the Colts, excuse me, watch out. I think they're going to be a really good team with Baker under center. But that's all the Browns news because honestly, the Browns are doing Brown things and the Cowboys are doing Cowboy things. And that's what we're going to move on to next because the Cowboys traded Amari Cooper to the Browns. The Cowboys are a very interesting team. I said all last year, they're a good team. I even had Dak early on last year on the podcast. I even said, hey, Dak Prescott, if he keeps playing at this level, he could make a run for MVP. But I never said the Brown, the Cowboys, excuse me, aren't going to do Cowboy things. I never said that. No, because I, I said it all the time. They're great, but the Cowboys will do Cowboy things, and they did against the 49ers in that game. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they came back in, was it, was it 13 seconds and scored? That's all they needed. I think it was 13 seconds, 14 seconds. I'm not too sure. I think it was around that, though. And they came back and scored. And Dallas Cowboys had to go less yardage, <laughs> less yardage than the Chiefs. And they blew it. Dak Prescott blew it. This is the whole thing we've talked about. There are different tiers of quarterbacks here. Dak Prescott is in that tier with Baker Mayfield where, yes, they can have great plays and great X-Factor moments. But the consistency is not there. The Cowboys, he slid down. Dak Prescott, terrible game management by Mike McCarthy. I don't know what the play calling was by Kellen Moore, but that whole thing... That whole thing for Cowboys fans were, was a disappointment. They trade Amari Cooper. They re-sign Michael Gallup. And Michael Gallup is coming off ACL. So what do you... What, what's, the, what's the goal here? Is what I want to say to the Cowboys. Um, is it to be mediocre? Because honestly, that's where I see them finishing next year is mediocre. I, I, I got this team like... I I only got them going like 10 and 7. I think they're going to win 10 games and, you know, lose 7. I don't think they're going to be as good. Because Amari Cooper was that next X Factor. But we've seen this trend with Jerry Jones. We've seen it. He likes his homegrown boys that he drafts. If they're drafted by me, I found them, I'm going to pay them. If not, we're going to trade them if they're not producing. And Amari had his struggles, he did, but he was better than, I think, any of their their current receivers they had. Now, C.D. Lamb, he could have a big year, he could come back. But the Cowboys did Cowboy things in the offseason. And then you had the whole Randy Gregory trade. That whole mess. And I know that hurt Jerry Jones, I know that hurt him. But I make the consistent comparison on this podcast between Jerry Jones and the Cowboys... Jerry Jones, the dad, and the Cowboys players are the kids, and the kids uh, are privileged, and they, they get whatever they want. They do. Jerry's kids that he drafts, they go to him, they're spoiled. The Cowboys, they're all talk. They will not win a Super Bowl next year. I'm sorry. 
da- uh, if they start doing good, the media is just going to build them up. America's team, they're going to win it. This is the year. This is the year for America's team. But it's not. It's not. And Jerry Jones has shown you that this free agency. And losing Randy Gregory, oh, that had to hurt Jerry. Because he's helped Randy Gregory get through a lot. And for Randy Gregory to turn around and sign with the Broncos, I understand why he did, though. There was something in the contract that the Cowboys put in where if there was any kind of off-the-field issues, they could recoup some of the money in one of those few years or four years or something they had that contract length worked out to. And Randy Gregory saw the Broncos were matching it, but they didn't have that clause. And yeah, why wouldn't you take that? As Randy Gregory, I would feel a little hurt, too. I've been doing good. I'm not going to have any off-the-field issues, so why do you think I am? But this is the thing we've seen with the Dallas Cowboys, and they're doing Cowboy things this offseason. And, you know, if I'm wrong, I don't think I'm going to be wrong because Cowboys fans, they're pretty delusional when it comes to their team and winning the Super Bowl. I don't know what it is, but they are. Say what you will about me and who I'm a fan of. But I never, I never, I have hope, but I never am picking my team to win the Super Bowl, especially with who's our quarterback. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that now because I don't talk a lot about the commanders. Um, I always throw a few things in at the end of the podcast and, you know, they're, they're not as interesting as some other teams. That's why I don't touch on them too much. But the commanders, we got Carson Wentz. Do I like the move? I'm about 50-50 on it. Carson Wentz is good. He's a playmaker. 27 touchdowns, 7 picks last year. Had over 3,000 yards. I think 3,500 and some. Very, very good quarterback. Solid quarterback. Do I think he's the future? No, of course not. They accepted his full contract and all the money. They're going to pay out everything. I think it's 27-some million that they're going to pay out over the next couple years. But the thing is, we didn't have anyone anyway. Taylor Heineke, I don't mind the guy. He's a baller. He's a gamer. He makes plays. But he has his limitations. And the coaching staff knew that. They knew it. They're at the end of the year. You know, granted the Cowboys and Micah Parsons, they got to them. They rattled them a little bit. But all in all, I think the move is solid. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not freaking out over here. I'm not saying... Now, if we would have gotten Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, then I'd be freaking out a little bit. I My expectations would go up. But still, Carson Wentz, not bad. I don't mind that. J.D. McKissick, he signed back uh, this morning. It was reported he was going to the Bills on a two-year, $7 million deal. Uh, Washington took their time in not offering a contract right away, but when the offer came through matching it, uh, he re-signed with Washington, and I'm happy to have him back. Uh, We lost uh, Brandon Sheriff, uh, left guard in free agency to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good for him. He got his money. All in all, I I hate that because he is a good guard. But at the end of the day, he was hurt a lot. He was hurt quite a bit. So even though I hate that move, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, cry about it. That's a little bit of the commanders. And there's so many topics to get into today. Because I haven't done the podcast last week, and so obviously I'm behind on stories. But I'm just going to talk a little bit about my opinions on them. 
one of the big stories was Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the Green Bay Packers. I can't believe it. So he's the highest-paid quarterback now. Yeah, that's great. That's going to work out for you, Packers. It's going to work out for you. Don't worry. You're going to win a couple more Super Bowls. Oh, my opinions on that, I would never have paid Aaron Rodgers that. Just wouldn't. I do I do get the mindset behind it. I bet Matt LaFleur would want Aaron Rodgers back. I bet he was a big factor because here's the deal. We don't know if Matt LaFleur is an amazing coach without Aaron Rodgers. We don't know how his play calling is, what he game plans, how he schemes, what would his record be without Aaron Rodgers. We don't know that. The Packers let fear work their way in, and that's what made them re-sign Aaron. Now, is it bad for overall regular season? You're, you're going to get to the NFC Championship game, I think, a couple more times. You won't get to the Super Bowl. They'll do Packer things. But the whole deal is Aaron Rodgers, you know, he'll he'll do what Aaron Rodgers does, his things, <laughs> you know, not show up. And the thing about it is, like I was saying, Matt LaFleur, we don't know if he's a good coach or not. So Matt LaFleur was obviously pushing to re-sign Aaron because Aaron is that safety blanket for Matt LaFleur. He is. And it was reported Aaron was going to Denver. Obviously, that didn't happen. We're going to talk a little bit about that, too. Um, But Matt LaFleur obviously wanted Aaron back. He won MVP two years in a row. Of course... You know who I feel for? I feel for Jordan Love. I mean, I do. I mean, I I get it. Jordan Love, you know, obviously he's not going to be a starter. I think the Packers should trade him. I I think they need to get maybe recoup. I think you could get at least a six-rounder for Jordan Love. They just need to trade him, get him out of Green Bay, because they pretty much already, by this contract, I think it's a three-year, I know it was four-year reported, but it includes this year. And then there's an option after the next two years. So it's more of like a three-year deal with $150 million sum guaranteed. Uh, and then they can reassess it at the end of the contract length, towards the end. But that, that's it. Jordan Love is, is done in Green Bay because he, he, he's already been behind Aaron for a couple years. And, I mean, it, it's just not going to be Jordan Love's time. It sucks for Jordan Love. He went in the first round. But all in all... You got to trade Jordan. You know, maybe another team will see what he's got. Maybe he'll show up and ball out for another team. Uh, Do I think so? Not really, because he just, when we watched him against the Chiefs, he struggled. But so did Matt LaFleur. Who knows if Matt LaFleur can coach? That's what I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers is a safety blanket for the Packers organization, and the Packers know it. Now, on the other end, Green Bay benefits from having Aaron back, but Aaron Rodgers looked at his options. So Aaron Rodgers is very smart. He's not dumb. He's not. He goes on the Pat McAfee show uh, every other week. He talks about issues that are important to him. He's not dumb. He's very connected. He knows what people are saying. So he had this all, he was looking at all his options. He had this whole all planned out. You know, he got his money. Good for him. Uh, that team's not winning. They don't have enough money to re-sign a lot of people in the future. Whatever. It saved the the Packers, I believe, some cap room this year. So, so all in all, though, he got his money. But Aaron Rodgers had this whole thing planned out. He looked at the Broncos. He looked at the Titans. He looked at the Steelers. Titans, 
you're going to Nashville. You're already in Green Bay. Going to Nashville, it's an okay team. You could make a run, maybe. Uh, but the Steelers, AFC North, really? You want to get involved in that? <laughs> That's a good division. He looked at that. He said, uh-uh. Okay, then his option was Denver. Connected to Denver the whole time. Aaron Rodgers was connected to Denver. And, you know, he was looking at all his options. The, the whole time, it was just Denver was the favorite to get him throughout the last couple of years. But the deal is, he looked at that division. And I think he, he had some, you know, inside intel. And he made the best decision to stay out of the AFC. You know, don't even get involved in the AFC. <laughs> he made the right decision there. Uh, the Broncos, that division with the Chargers, Khalil Mack there, uh, the Chiefs, and that's where we're going to hop off the Aaron Rodgers train and talk about the Denver Broncos. Yeah, Denver got better. They got better. One of the best teams I've seen in the offseason so far right now. They're at the top of the list. They score Russell Wilson, Randy Gregory, some big names. All right, Russell Wilson, he goes to Denver. Did I see this happening? No, I really didn't. I saw Aaron Rodgers more early on going to go to Denver. I thought that rumor that could happen. I did not see the Russell Wilson one happening. I really didn't. I think Denver made a very smart decision here in trading for Russell, Russell Wilson. Excuse me. But I'm going to play uh, <laughs> the, on the more cautionary side right now. I'm going to kind of flip this around. Because as I think Denver made the right decision, I have my reservations about it. I really do. I believe they gave up two first rounders, two second rounders, and a third rounder, and another pick, and a few players. Noah Fant. I believe that's what they gave up. I Even though I believe 100% Denver now is in Super Bowl contention, they are. They are following the Rams' pattern of winning. And even though that way works, it, it's worked. Don't get me wrong. The Rams won last year, and they put all their chips to the middle of the table. We're all in. We're going this year. Forget the future. I don't care about draft picks. That's the, our motto. Okay, that's great. Don't care about draft picks. That's great. But if you only get one Super Bowl out of this, I, I think it's amazing you get to a Super Bowl anyway. Don't get me wrong. You get to a Super Bowl, you win. That is an achievement. A lot of guys don't get to one Super Bowl and win. But in my opinion, I am not a fan of that way. I've said that before. I'm not a fan of it. When you are giving up so much equity for a player... And even though it's Russell Wilson in that caliber is amazing, don't get me wrong, I would rather win a couple in the next five years. And as it's set up right now, I don't got Denver winning, you know, if they, if they win one, they're going to win one in the next couple years. They're not going to get back and get multiple Super Bowls. They're just not, uh, I, I don't see that happening. And Russell Wilson will finish his career with the Denver Broncos. And Seattle, they've not drafted particularly well. In the last few years. But man did they make out with some good picks. And make out with some gold. I think one of the reasons they went to Denver. And said hey let's trade him to Denver. Is because look at that division. Herbert. Carr. Mahomes. Hard division. Chiefs are winning the division next year. 
They just are. I love Russell Wilson. I love that he's a baller. He makes plays. I won't be surprised if the Denver Broncos and the Chiefs are close in the standings. Uh, Chargers third, I believe Raiders will finish last in the division. I don't blame Denver for doing it. I'm just not a fan of it. Everyone has a different opinion on it. Broncos fans, I'm sure, are all very excited, and they should be. I'd be excited too. But I'm just not a fan of giving up so much equity for one player. Now, if they come out and win a Super Bowl, yes, a lot is forgiven. A lot is forgiven. But hey, I like my draft picks. I may be in the minority on that. I may be. I may be in the minority for a lot of people, especially now with the way the NFL is trending, but I love my draft picks. (laughs) I love them. Because those draft picks, even though it is a gamble, there is nothing for sure that you will get. It's still a chance. It's still a chance. But you know what? Russell's a great player. Going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Good for Denver. Uh, I believe they're one of the best teams this offseason to make moves. I do. Hey, we're going to finish out the podcast here with uh, another topic. Yeah, yeah, this one was kind of big. Yeah, Tom Brady's back. I'm not surprised. I'm not. I'm really not. Tom Brady is more like Aaron Rodgers than we thought. Uh, I don't believe he's as condescending as Tom Brady. Or, I mean, excuse me, I don't believe Tom Brady as is as, is as condescending <laughs> as Aaron Rodgers uh, is. I don't think he's as manipulative. At least I don't think so. But hey, he loves that attention, doesn't he? Oof, he loves it. It was either he was sick of not having attention on him for the last two months, or he realized, I mean, there's only so many hours in the day, obviously, or he realized, hey, my kids, they actually don't want to hang out with me as much as I thought they did. Hey, Giselle's in Paris or in a fashion show every other weekend. Uh, what am I doing? I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm, I tried playing golf. I tried this for two months. And this is, you know, I don't blame Tom Brady at all. When you have these athletes and when you have certain people in the world that are hyper-focused, they are goal-driven, they have aspirations, they can't sit there. They have to be doing something. You know, you have it. It's why there's so there's why there's so many millionaires with businesses. They have that drive. They want it more than the next person. And it's not easy. Don't don't get me wrong. It comes with sacrifice. You sacrifice a lot to get to there. Anyone that's successful, ultra successful in this world, you can't play both sides. You can't. You got to choose one or the other. Tom Brady is going to be 45 and playing in the NFL. Let that sink in. So Tom Brady has sacrificed a lot of his life and given it to football. Everyone always says, oh, Tom Brady, uh, you know, he's just that great at football, and, you know, he has the offseason where he can relax. He's a millionaire. Listen, let me tell you something. He works every offseason. He mentally prepares. It's not easy. It's not easy. And that's the difference between him, Baker Mayfield, (laughs) and and that tier, okay? The guys that want it, want it. The guys that, you know, we're happy to play football. We're an NFL quarterback. That's great. You can win. But the GOAT has returned, and that's why he's the GOAT of football. And 
I think it's amazing that he sat around for a couple months there and realized, wow, this sucks. <laughs> because when Tom Brady left, he was second in MVP voting. He wasn't terrible at football when he left. He wasn't on the downward trajectory of his career. He just wasn't. He's still at the top level. So, I'm not surprised. There was rumors he was wanting to go to the Dolphins with Sean Payton. They had talked about it, you know, but then the whole Brian Flores thing happened and that got thrown off. I don't know if that's true. There was also rumors he wanted to play his final year in the 49ers uh, uniform, go back home, finish it there. That would have been cool to see. Um, if that is true, the 49ers uh, made a mistake there. They definitely should have uh, pursued that. But the the fact of the matter is uh, the Shanahans, Kyle Shanahan, they don't want to share the limelight. Kyle Shanahan wants the credit. You know, that's just everybody's decision. You got to get the goat if you have a chance, though. But Tom Brady's back. It's the shortest retirement I've seen. Uh, no doubt the Buccaneers are happy. Bruce Arians, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Chris Godwin, you know, Mike Evans, that, that team is happy. They still have a lot of decisions to make regarding their free agents, so we will see what happens with the Buccaneers. I don't... You know what? I'm never going to ta uh, count Tom Brady out. Excuse me. Uh, it's like LeBron James. It's like LeBron said. Until you stamp me out. <laughs> Until you stomp me out, I, I got a chance. Just give me in that playing tournament. I got a chance, and I don't doubt it. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm back. Get back in our weekly routine. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, leave a review if you like. Leave a rating. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all my social media platforms. And hey, guys, I'll catch you later. <laughs>